Welcome to the Modern Day Dads Podcast, a podcast about dads for dads where no topic is off limits and will never sugarcoat a damn thing. Each week, we explore the life of dads and talk about topics other dads don't want to talk about. Now, here's your host, James Puff Palmer and Daniel Franco. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Modern Day Dad Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We're your hosts, Puff and Daniel. Hey, everybody. How's it going? We're very excited to bring you our first podcast and feel like all you dads out there can relate to all of our topics. I'm just going to go in and tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a single father of two little beautiful girls, Sydney 3 and Charlotte 2. Uh, trying to, and they are totally going on 16, man. They are. Yeah, they, they really are. <laughs> and talk about terrible twos my ass, man. Threes get even worse. Uh, but we, we'll save that for another conversation. I am going through a divorce right now. and trying to figure out what the new norm is. Just uh, trying to figure that out. Now, uh, the mother's a great person. And uh, together, you know, we're going to co-parent the kids and make the best possible life for our girls. No one is really ever ready for divorce or separation or anything like that. But you got to put your emotions and your feelings to the side. And just do what's best for your girls. And the kids always come first. Yeah, so like I said, single new dad. And I'm embarking on this new journey. Daniel, uh, what about you, man? I know you've got some uh, beautiful children. Yeah, I'm uh, currently married and plan on remaining that way. I have uh, two beautiful children, myself, a boy and a girl, Aiden and Olivia. Um, How old are they? Nine. Aiden is nine. Olivia is almost two. Was she 19 months, 20 months, somewhere in there? Okay. Um, I was married previously, and that's where Aiden came from. Uh, His mom and I... We get along. Uh, we really been working on this co-parenting thing for the last eight years about, and, and we're finally starting to fine-tune it. It's just, you know, personalities and, and, and broken relationships, and sometimes it takes a while to kind of iron things out, but everything's going well now, and uh, I'm psyched and excited in life. That's great, man. That's great. And it's uh, it's always good to have a partner that's, you know, that's behind you 110%, you know, whether it's parenting, co-parenting, whatever. And, you know, relationships don't always work out, man, you know. And that's, it's unfortunate for the kids, but for the parents, sometimes it's for the best. Yeah, and, and, you know, I lucked out the second time around. My my wife, Wendy, is amazing. I mean, she's great with Aiden. Um, he's, he's comfortable with her. They just, you know, she stuck through some stuff. You know, when he went through his twos is when we... Uh, mm-hmm when we first started getting together and he, he didn't make it easy. And I'm sure, you know, his mom and things said and all that, it, it wasn't an easy road and she stuck around and, and I'm, I'm definitely grateful for that. So it, it I'm takes, a lucky dude. It, it really takes a special kind of person to step up and be a, a step parent, man. Cause it, by blood, it's not their, it's not their children, but it, it really takes a special someone to, to step in and, and be that friend. Cause sometimes kids are weird about, calling, you know, step-parents, mom or dad. I kind of went through the same thing with my stepmom. I call her by her first name. It's kind of weird, but <laughs> talk about that subject a little bit later about co-parenting. And let's go ahead and hop on our first couple of topics here and uh, kind of see where it leads us. Uh, you know, I've been a stay-at-home dad, so that's going to be our first topic. Stay-at-home dads, do they get the recognition they deserve? Or the man, the myth, the legends, uh, you know, stay-at-home dads. What What's your opinion on that stay-at-home dads? You know... I, I do think that it just it depends because society has always been geared towards the stay-at-home mom, and that's tradition. Traditionally, that's just the way it is. But now, now day and age, really, there is no stay-at-home parent 90% of the time, and, and 
You know, stay-at-home dads even less, I don't say less heard of, but less in the light. Sure. You know what I mean? It's 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 definitely a great thing, and, and I've seen you do your thing. You're, you're like a miracle worker. I mean, <laughs> obviously your children, you love them, but I mean, you're great with them. You're always out of the park with them. You're taking them to the farm. You're, you're all over the right. place. I mean, they're very fortunate to have a dad that's as engaged. Right. Yeah. I try to keep them busy. You know, I mean, most of the time if we're at home by ourselves, they get a little mischief, you know, that's with any kids, but being two and three, their minds are little sponges, you know? So, I mean, they're soaking up all this information. So if I can get them to the farm or get them to the park for interaction with other kids or just experiencing new stuff, that's, that, that's what it's about. Making, making those memories. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, those memories, I know it's cliche. They last a lifetime and they <laughs> really do. Um, it's just, you know, and, and I, I'm not a stay-at-home dad per se. Uh, I work from home pretty much 99% of the time. So when my wife is, she travels a lot for work. When mm-hmm. she's gone, I'm juggling a full-time job, meetings, and juggling a two-year-old, almost right. two-year-old, which, as you know, you have a couple 16-year-olds that are, <laughs> you know, three and Three two. going on 16, yeah. Yeah, so you know what it's like. I mean, it's kind of hard. They want to be entertained, and, and you know, I need to sometimes put her in a little booster seat and you know, feed her snacks like it's out of a feed bag to chickens <laughs> so that I can get work done. Right. And, you know, I, I try, you know, I'll sit there and, and I'll bring my laptop and work while she runs all over me and sits on my head and stuff like that. But, you know, it's kind of hard, you know, it's hard to, it hard is. to juggle it. And even when, when my wife is home, we, we rotate, like we have meetings. So she'll go to the office cause we have a, a little office here uh-huh. and you know, I'll, I'll be out here or else I'll rotate in. It's, you know, we, we do co-parent a lot. Um, during the day. Well, that's good to have that balance. You know, if you have something going on or she has something going on that, you know, you guys can really, really work through it and, you know, make it happen. Because I mean, honestly, at the end of the day that the kid loves you, you know, I mean, you're still working, but you're still, you know, showing affection to your child. And, you know, it's not like you put them in a corner and just leave them there for the day. I mean, you're engaging throughout the day, even while you're working, man. So oh, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean that's, an all that, day that's, thing. A, that's a huge difference. I mean, you, if you really wanted to, you could put, you know, your child in daycare, but I mean, why would you want to do that? You know, like if you're here already and you can make it work. Well, I have a lot of people say that to us, mm-hmm. you know, oh, why don't you just put them in daycare? And it's like, well, why would I want someone else to raise her if we can do it? Sure. If we can make it work and we're both productive at work which I, I, you know, I haven't heard anything that I haven't been. Um, as long as we're both able to handle our business, you know, outside of that, then I don't see a problem with it. I mean, I, I love spending all that time with her. I mean, I can't even leave for a day or two without kind of like eh, Dude, get bummed I out. So totally get it. You know, I just uh, I just moved out uh, recently myself, and uh, you know, it's it's been a little tough trying to get uh, trying to figure out what the new norm is. Uh, I officially, you know, moved out this past weekend and, you know, I haven't, I've, I try to see the kids every day and especially today, you know, I saw them this morning and I was going to take them to the park and had some issues in my back. My back went out and I had to go fix, go fix myself, I guess you could say, but you know, I didn't see them all day. And then, uh, this, this evening, uh, their mom bring, brings the kids by and the look on their faces, I mean, was like, you would think it was Christmas for them, you know, seeing their dad, you know, not seeing him all day. And I mean, that's, it's the best feeling in the world. And I, we just got to figure out, you know, what's, what's going to work with the kids because whatever's going on between me and the mother and, you know, it doesn't matter anymore, man. Yeah. You know, I have that, I have the kind of the same, not really the same, but kind of the same. I mean, I, this is, you know, eight years ago I moved out and, uh, 
I'll tell you, it was the hardest thing in the world. I, I remember crying many nights. I, I remember sitting at work listening to uh, listening to music while working, and there's a, there's a country song called, uh, it's a Brad Paisley song, like if, if he's ever like me or something like that. Uh-huh. And it's about a, a dad singing about how the kids just like him when he was little, dude. And I sat there and cried in my desk at work in my little mini cubicle like numerous times, every time that would, it was on the shuffle list, man, it would hit me and it was, it was brutal, man. So I, I don't, I don't envy what you're going through because sure. it's, it's a hard, it's a hard road. I mean, luckily for you, they're close and you can go every day. Absolutely. Mine was about an hour away. So it was right. like, it was pretty brutal, but, um, don't, you know. don't think I don't cry, man. I, I bowled my eyes out when all this started going down, but you know, I, I have no more emotion to show, man. I've, I've cried so much that, I mean, I cried the other night, you know, when I'm moving out because it's like, I feel like I'm going to miss out on some of the stuff that, you know, that, that I'm not going to be there. Dad's not, I mean, dad is there in their lives, but it's the little things, you know, like what happens when my youngest daughter learns a new talent or says something funny and I'm not there for that, you know, like that's the memories that you look back on. You know, I remember the first day they started walking, they started talking you know, dude, the day they were born, I was scared as shit. Dude, <laughs> I mean, having a newborn baby and you're just like, what do I do with this thing? You know, like, and there's many sleepless nights, but, you know, we, we made it work, dude. Well, it's so worth it, though, at the end of the so day. So worth it, man. Once again, the memories. You have those memories. Absolutely. And no one else will ever have those memories but you. Dude, it's having, awesome. having to get up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and fix the baby a bottle, I mean, it's... It's crazy. But, you know, going back to the stay-at-home dads, I don't think they get the recognition they deserve, man. Uh, you know, I mean, there is no norm to the breadwinners anymore. I mean, the, the wives can go out and work and, you know, the husbands can go and work. But, you know, the stay-at-home dads, you know, you, you don't think about it. I mean, they're there with the kids 24-7, whether it's fixing them breakfast when they first get up, changing their diapers all day. You know, I mean, the, the oldest one, we're going through potty training right now. That's That's tough, man. I, I think girl, I mean, personally, I think having girls are a little bit tougher. You've got a boy and a girl. I mean, what do you think? You know what? Uh, it's it's different, completely different. I I'm mean, sure. Olivia's not ready for potty training yet, sure. but we already have books, like these potty training three days, and I'm thinking, how in the hell, you know, my son, <laughs> it was just one day he, he, he went, decided he was done, and started going, and I was like, okay. But see, it was different because I was working on getting it done. Sure. And his mom was fine with the diapers. Gotcha. But, you know, I, I also come from a huge family. So I've got like, probably got like 35 nieces and nephews at this point. So I've seen Holy I've seen cow. it happen a million times. Right. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, all right, well, it's about that time. Sit them down. Stay there until you go kind of deal. But were, were there any like tips or tricks like with Aiden? Because I've heard like. But boy, you can throw some like Cheerios in, like sink them, you know, like with your pee or whatever. Was there any? No, just decided one day, done. He, no, he sat his ass down until he went to the bathroom. <laughs> it was getting him to go on the bath on the toilet first, sitting sitting first, and then we worked on standing up and going. Gotcha. I mean, he was too short at the time, <laughs> you know. I mean, I want to put a cup on the floor and let him piss in the cup. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's funny, like, uh, we, we tr- we're trying to teach her to pee first, like, poop's totally different, you know, like, and she, uh, she thinks that she's a big girl, and she tries to wipe her own little, little booty, and let's just say they're, they're shit everywhere sometimes. Well, that, that's another to- topic we'll talk about, the S-word one day. 
and uh, yeah, I got I got I I got a story for that for story time. Too, oh man, so we'll perfect. Save that for story perfect. Time. It, I, I'm just gonna let you in and let you know that it looks like uh, indigenous kind of hieroglyphics on my wall one time, but uh, <laughs> it was not finger paint. Let's just tell. Let's just say it like that. Uh, but yeah, stay-at-home dads. I, I don't think that they they get the uh, the recognition they deserve. Man, they work their butts off, and I mean, even coming from somebody that is a stay-at-home dad right now, and you know, my heart goes out to those guys and and women. You know, I mean, this is a dad's podcast, but I know there's going to be some women listening. Well, I mean, let's be honest here. There's unfortunately there's a ton of moms out there that are dads as well. Oh, hundred percent. And they, you know, they're they're busting ass harder than anybody else to, to oh play my God. both roles and raise their children with with uh, all those values that, absolutely you know. and i mean even growing families dude you know i mean you talk about moms that have four kids five kids you know and you know i've got a friend uh in in kentucky you know i mean she's uh she's a stay-at-home mom and you know the husband's a business owner and they kick ass man they are a team together uh but i mean i think they got three or four kids or maybe more i think they want more i don't know but you know, really great family. And I mean, dude, I mean, they're all over this country. They're not just here in LA, dude. I mean, there's a lot of good stay-at-home dads, stay-at-home moms all across the country. There's some shit ones too, don't get me wrong, but I think that's another topic of conversation. Mm, yeah, definitely. And, and uh, you know, as we progress through the podcast, we are going to have an email address set up. So you can send us questions or topics that you want us to discuss and, and we can give our thoughts on it. Um, 100%. And if we bring up a topic that you have something to talk about or, you know, an opinion, send it to us and we'll read it on the air. Absolutely. We plan on having a lot of guests, too, on our show. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some yeah. celebrities on here. Yeah. Uh, and that's all across the board. We're not just seeing actors or actresses or, you know, athletes. I mean, it's going to be all across the board. Listen, and any any person we bring on here that is a stay-at-home dad or a single dad is is a celebrity to me, so... You know what I mean? We're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of really, um, we just have some good guests that have a lot of good things to say, good tips and some and, fun and stuff like that. Some great stories. Um, we also at some point are gonna start uh, reviewing like products, like mm-hmm. products that that we used or products that are new in the market for babies and yep. and for dads to use to maybe see, you know, help you all out there. Yeah, absolutely. From uh, diaper bags to uh, you know chairs to potties i mean all that i mean you know we're, we're going through it right now we are we are in the thick of it right now daniel i mean our kids are i mean aiden's older but our kids are young and they got a lot to learn we got a lot to learn you know as as they're going through right now they're uh mm-hmm. you know this uh this period of time right now i agree i agree you know and, and if you think about the stuff like the stuff that we had for aiden that stuff is like, I know this sounds total technology, obsolete compared to what they have now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy the things you see. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, we'll, we'll talk about the topic of that, you know, with kids and technology. We'll talk about that maybe the next episode. What I mean, my kids are better on their iPads than I am, dude. What the hell is up with that? I don't even have an iPad. Aiden has one. He's got a <laughs> sweet one, too. Well, we'll talk about that later, bro. Uh, so yeah, so this goes out to all the uh, stay-at-home dads. Thank you very much for everything you do. You're awesome. If you're not told that, you know, we just wanted to let you know that, uh, you know, we support stay-at-home dads, stay-at-home moms. You know, thank you for everything that you that you guys are doing right now. To all the stay-at-home dads, we're to, gonna have a to toast. To all the stay-at-home dads, we're toasting, guys. We're gonna have a toast for our eight one eight beer, mm. Matador Red. So delicious.
That's a good beer. So let's, uh, you want to move on to the next subject, uh, co-parenting. What's, uh, what's right and what's the wrong way, man? You know, I mean, you're, you're, you're in it pretty deep right now, kind of starting off. Well, you know, like I said, Aiden's nine years old. He was probably two when, when we split, he was about two. I think he just turned two when we split. And, uh, you know, there really is no rhyme or reason. I mean, it's, 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 it's iterations. I mean, it's constantly changing and, uh, you just got to find, what way works for the both of you. But I think at the end of the day, one thing that I've always tried to stick to in the co-parenting was that, um, and I've probably said this a hundred times uh, in conversation, is it's not about you and it's not about me. It's about Aiden. A hundred percent. And that's where we need to keep our focus, keep mm-hmm. all the emotion out of it. I know that there's emotions there, but you know that's not going to do anything for him at this point. We just need to worry about that. And, and behind closed doors, if you want to have a conversation, we can. But we need to stick all of our efforts to raising our son and raising him the right way. And I agree. with him knowing that his parents love him and, and that there's no divide between us. A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. And, you know, seeing that uh, you want to have conversations behind closed doors. Yeah. The, the children don't need to see that, you know, uh, they need to, they need to just know that mom and dad are there for anything that they need or if they want anything, you know, uh, I was told at a very young age, want one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know how true that is. I haven't shit in my hand, but uh, have you shit in your hand? For a later episode, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wish in one hand and shit in the other. We're gonna see which one fills up first. Perfect. If you guys uh, want to write in, let us know, and uh, maybe we'll have you on as a guest if you want to shit in your hand too. <laughs> 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 hey, we got a laugh out of sound engineer mole. Perfect. He's usually pretty quiet. He's so serious all the time. Well, you know, I'm I'm getting into this new co-parenting thing and. You know, it, we have some events coming up. We're, we're here in October. This is my favorite month, man. October is great. I love Halloween. I love the weather right now. It's perfect. You know, I mean, it's starting to cool off a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know? uh, a lot of the farms around here are doing their fall festivals, so their pumpkins and corn mazes. And there's a lot to, there's a lot to do in, uh, in, in town here. Uh, but, you know, we, we have a Halloween party that's coming up at the end of the month, and I, uh, I I asked, you know, if uh, my ex-wife wanted to go with the kids, and obviously I can't go. I have a wedding that I have to uh, take care of. I'm going to be filming a wedding for my buddy. Uh, but, you know, she doesn't want to take them without me, and I, I don't get that. I do in a way because it's kind of awkward, but... It's, Who, whose party is it? Uh, it's my sister's party. Okay, that's why. So uh, there's no angst. There's no, like... There's nothing between them, you know. I mean, they they're staying really good friends. They have no reason to. to but not you, like you have to other. look at it from her perspective with what's really going on. There. Sure. Because you know, I mean, there may not be any angst, but there could be a little animosity, and maybe she thinks that's going to happen because of the you know because you guys aren't together anymore. I mean, you know, usually, and I know this sounds totally stupid, but when people split, man, people pick sides, and obviously it's your sister, so she's going to more than likely be on your side. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be walking into, like, you could be, imagine if you still live there and you're coming home to just a house full of her family. And it's like, whoa, you know, it's an awkward situation because obviously they all know what's going on. And and it's kind of just, it's a very taboo subject to talk about. So I'm sure she'd rather avoid it to avoid any questions. Sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's inevitable the questions are going to come up and stuff like that. No, and, no, it is. And the, it shouldn't be finger-pointing or anything like that. It's, you know, it's... It's, it's just no, the nature. No, totally, totally. And I get that. But, you know, I mean, my sister would love to see the kids. I mean, we hardly get to... I mean, we're three hours away, you know, from San Diego. So, I mean, it's 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 hard. 
it seems like it's really close, but it's a lot harder. It's easier said than done. Well, you're going to have weekends when you're going to have the kids, and you can take them up there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I know that the kids' favorite, you know, holiday is Halloween, too. You know, the candy. They get to dress up and everything. So, I mean, they're still going to feel that full effect of the Halloween and, you know, right now, October and stuff. We I decorated the house before I left. You know, there's cobwebs in the bushes and... You know, creepy stuff hanging from the tree. Let, let me just say this. Cobwebs in the bushes done the right way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not not the ones that are. And this isn't a sexual innuendo either, everybody. Uh, the cobwebs in the bushes. It could be. We'll have to think of that one. Uh, but the good ones, instead of just like throwing it on the bush and it looks like a big blob. Like I actually pull out strand for strand and it looks like real. Spider webs. Yeah, there's there's a way to do it and there's a way not yep. to do it. It's the lazy man's decorating versus the right way. <laughs> and you you did a you did a bang up job. I appreciate it, man. But you know, I mean, going back to the co-parenting, you know, I'm all I can do is kick ass, and you know, I, I know at first things are going to be a little awkward, uh, and it's only awkward if we make it awkward. You know, uh, I'm hope I'm hoping that you know holidays and birthdays and stuff, you know, go go down well, and you know we're going to plan their birthdays together and. You know, I'll, I'll have my time with the kids. She'll have her time with the kids. And, you know, we'll figure out what the new norm is. I think that's that, that's a very important. And one thing you're going to run into that, like, I've run into uh, in the past is it's very it can be a little bit frustrating is holidays. Mm-hmm. You know, my ex-wife wants him on Christmas. She wants him on this day. She wants him on that day. So, like, for Thanksgiving... They do like this big old Thanksgiving thing at the house. Mm-hmm. So like I would have to get up at the crack of dawn, ride my butt over there 45 minutes to go pick them up for a couple hours, hang out with them, only to drop them off so they can do their family thing. And it's like, okay, so I'm right. going home. You know, and, and obviously we do something here for Thanksgiving as well. But, you know, I'd love to have my kid here for that. Right. Well, I, th- I, think, uh, I think on top of that, just, just saying this, I think it's easier when you have a support system here too. You know, your family's here. Your your wife your wife's here your wife's family's here. I think it's a little difficult. I'm not saying that it's easier for you, but I'm saying you know I'm from I'm back from the East Coast. I'm from South Carolina, so you know where everybody talks like they got a mouth full of molasses. You know, like like the deep South. You yeah, know some some Podunk town or something. No, I love my <laughs> town, man. I love my town, Whitmire. What's up? Uh, if anybody knows where that's at, but no, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, my support system's there. My my family, my dad, you know, my best friends. I mean, everybody. I don't have a support system here, and I think it's easier for for my ex wife to to have the holidays with the kids, and you know, because I mean, it's it's gonna be an, it's gonna be interesting to see how this works out with with holidays, because I know I'm gonna be invited to stuff, but. In my mind, it's like kind of what she, what she made me think of the holiday parties. Like, do I really want to have to? Well, it's kind of one of those things. It's going to take some time before sure. you know before it's a comfortable situation to be in. You know what I mean? And 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 they they got to understand that and they have to respect that. It's it's you know like you said the new norm in life. You're still trying to figure it out, right? And I mean, I'm not trying to hop into anything. You know, I mean, we're separated, and I'm just we got to work on ourselves and work on the kids. You know, I'm getting healthy. You know, you know, I'm getting healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm a big dude, but uh, you know I've been working on myself, you know, physically and mentally, and hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll have something to show for it sooner or later. Uh, so this is review time, guys. Review time. <laughs> and I think we're gonna do this. You know, probably uh, every episode we're gonna review uh, something, whether it be 
Well, let, let's just be honest here. We're drunks. We're alcoholics. Um, not all of us. Just everybody on the other microphone, not yep. me. No, we're going to probably try try a different beer or a different whiskey or something. Just give a review. So today is one of my favorites. And it says on the top of the, the uh, package, artfully aged Basil Hayden's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's like it's like heaven in a cup. It's delicious. Well, let, me, let me just smell this first. Yeah. Mm. That does smell good. It, it's it's great smell, great taste. If you like cigars, it's great with a cigar to sip on. It is amazing. And actually, I think after this podcast, I'm going to have a cigar with some of this goodness. Oh, delicious! I might join you. Uh, so let's uh, let's give it a swig real quick. It is delicious. I'm getting uh, oaky notes and fruit, kind of fruitful notes with that. Yeah, it's it's, it's delicious. It's great sipping whiskey. Um, I mean, I, I recommend it to everybody. It looks like uh, Puff's tongue is hanging out of his mouth. I uh, I am not a huge whiskey drinker. I do like uh, I do like whiskey sometimes. Basil Hayden's been one of my favorite for quite a while. I've actually introduced many friends to it, and they've all fallen in love with it. I have some buddies in Kentucky that are opening up their own distillery. They've oh, been right around, on. They've been around for a while. Uh, they actually produce uh, moonshine stills. Uh, oh. called Hillbilly Stills, and they are based out of Paducah, Kentucky. And uh, I guess they had the opportunity to open up a bourbon distillery, RH Resolute Distillery, Inc., and they are headquartered in Paducah, Kentucky. They're kind of a newcomer on the bourbon market, but nice. but I can guarantee you they're going to produce some great product. When can we tour the facilities? We can tour the facilities as soon as we want. Uh, maybe we'll do a podcast there and talk about the the process of bourbon and you know what it's like being a uh, entrepreneur dad and you know being in the distillery in- industry. That's pretty awesome. I think that'd be a great field trip. I think it's awesome. You know the the target date of opening is uh, fall of 2019 is when they'll officially be open. I think they're also going to be doing uh, bourbon school to teach you how to distill also. So not only is it going to be a distillery, it's going to be also kind of a classroom setting. So that's pretty, that's awesome. Dude, it is. You know, distilling and making your own is, is really like, it's so like, (laughs) I feel like I'm in Zoolander. It's so hot right now. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you're talking about trendy now craft beer. What about craft spirits? You know, craft, Distilling. Bleh. We're talking about craft distilling around here. Uh, Too much Basil Hayden's for old Puffy right there. I had a sip. Get off my nuts. <laughs> so anyway, that's... Uh, Speaking of nuts, don't you have a story about that? Hey, guys, it's story time with Papa Puff. So let's just go right into it, guys. Uh, so let's let's back it up maybe about... Uh, let's see... 16 years ago. Let me, let me just say okay. something real quick. I've, I've heard this story before, and I'll probably laugh until I cry today, but I I called bullshit originally on this. And he told me, he goes, no, 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 we're going to call my... He called two to three friends who validated this story, <laughs> and as soon as he mentioned a family cookout, they were all cracking up. So I hope you enjoy this story as much as I did, because this story is is splendid so this is when i was a wee little lad and uh, living in the deep south uh my family had a cookout and i invited one of my friends to come out with me and uh let's just say it was a interesting day to start off all the families outside grilling steaks hot dogs hamburgers and my buddy and i decided to go outside and this is while my grandfather was still alive rest his soul he's a great man 
Clint Palmer, you you have done your job far and beyond. Thank you for everything you've done serving our country, for raising great children, and uh, you know having my father. Because if it wasn't for you, I would not be here. So thank you very much. Well, we were there and uh, at the cookout, and my buddy kind of looks over at him and he says, "Puff, I think your grandfather's nutsacks hanging out." And I look over, and he's wearing like these. They look like coaches' shorts, you know, like when you were when you're in high school oh, and yeah. the umpires or the they would wear like those athletic shorts. And sure enough, I uh, I look over and I was like, "Holy shit, his sack is hanging out!" So I go over to him and I say, "Pop, your your testicles are hanging out." And he looks down. He said, "Sure enough, they are, aren't they?" And I swear <laughs> to you, he pushed him in and. I guess it's the palm. It's the Palmer curse. We've got like it looks like two grapefruits in a in a grocery sack is what it looks like. So he pushes them back in and they pop out the other side. <laughs> I kid you not. And we could not stop laughing after that day. And that's that's how my friend knew that uh, I had the Palmer curse. And true story. True story. Probably 15, 16 years ago. Probably longer than that. Maybe like eighteen years ago. I was yeah. gonna. How old are you? How old am I? Old man. You getting your AARP discount? Not yet. Almost. I'm 38 years young, damn it. Young. Uh, Don't let the gray in my beard uh, fool you. Hey, does uh, just because there's snow on the mountain doesn't mean the fire's out in the furnace. Damn huh? right. Damn <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Puff. Yes. Monsieur Palmer. You had a very interesting weekend. Uh, mm not last weekend. Well, last weekend was pretty interesting as well. But two weeks ago, you had a very interesting weekend that you were, you know, can't, you were telling me about this thing you were going to, and it was a cool opportunity, and uh, you didn't, really didn't know what to expect. I didn't. And, and I, then you come back with like, dude, we're going next year. We got to get together a group. We got to <laughs> get together a clan or whatever you call no, it. Uh, I, I actually got, uh, how would you say? I got. You got invited. Yeah, we got invited. To come out to something in Edwards, uh, well, not something. We got invited to come out to Edwards, California, to the Mojave Desert, to a little get-together called Wasteland Weekend. And you think, oh, it's probably a bunch of dudes getting drunk and having a good time, which that was that was part of it. Don't get me wrong. We had a great time. But uh, let's just say in the middle of the Mojave Desert, towards the end of summer, it's very, very hot. I did not dress for the weather. Tons of sandstorms blowing in your eye, but uh, we were we were invited. We were invited, and I got picked up to go with Rat Rod Magazine to do photography work for him. And it's uh, the pictures are amazing. The issue comes out I think Thanksgiving of this year. Be sure to pick it up. It's on most newsstands. But you'll see there's there's a huge. I just think it's a ten page spread on Wasteland Weekend alone. So what it, what is Wasteland Weekend? As you as you keep chatting sure. about Wasteland Weekend, where what is it? It's we, not a bunch of people getting wasted out there. No, no. Wasteland Weekend is a post apocalyptic gathering, is what it is. And uh, people people. How would you best explain that? I would say it's Mad Max meets maybe like Fallout. If you ever play that game, I've never. I'm not a big video game person, but I've heard that it's like apocalyptic kind of thing and people dress to the t this is not this is like comic con meets like mad max people dress out they wear like crazy handmade items dude there's not there's monetary there but they use fucking bottle caps as currency bottle caps 
that's pretty yeah i think you showed me some of them caps but each tribe has their own currency right right and you can buy drinks you can like trade with stuff dude i bartered when we first got there you know i make these interesting rings that are made with human teeth it's super weird but if you guys are interested i sell them online uh, i traded one of these rings for nine meals for three people to have dinner breakfast and lunch i traded that so they're all about like trading and bartering and like well yeah in post-apocalyptic there wouldn't be any currency really that that really mattered exactly exactly so that's you know, I, I took a bunch of my rings and wares and stuff, and before I even made it in the gate, I was trying to trade and barter, and I didn't realize that what it, that's what it was going to be about. But uh, I got some pretty cool stuff out of it. I think I got, like, a whole raccoon skeleton out of it. I got, like, a, a demonic ring. Uh, what else did I get? Some cool glasses. Met some really cool people. Like, those are the coolest people you'll ever meet, all right? Met some cool people from Seattle. Met some cool people from Texas. The Canadians were there. Well, that guy let, that guy let you hang out in his trailer. Oh, that smelled, Paul. Yeah, the one that smelled like you were cooking in there or something like Paul, that. Paul, yeah. Paul, Paul, Paul was our contact for that, for the event. And he, Oh, right on. And he absolutely hooked it up. You know, he brought a trailer. and he, I think he's part of the D's tribe. I don't know what that stands for. It's not D's nuts, but it's the D's tribe. And uh, Paul let us stay in his camper. And, dude, absolute blast. Like, if you guys get a chance, there's live music. There's car shows. There's different events going on. Go ahead. Didn't you say there was, like, a Thunderdome there? Dude, there is a real... the shit out of each other? There is a real Thunderdome there. And there's people inside beating the shit out of each other. Do you know if any of those images made it to Rat Rod? Uh, I can't confirm that. I don't know what was used in the uh, in the issue itself. But I know there are some great images, and as soon as it comes out, I'm going to be allowed to post some of my pictures that weren't used, mm -hmm. and I think you guys will love them. So uh, we'll, we'll post them on the Modern Day Dads uh, website yeah, also. Facebook, Instagram. Absolutely. And be sure to check us out on all of the social media platforms. That's uh, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, Instagram, we're going to be on Twitter also, SoundCloud, you'll be able to download this directly from iTunes. Uh, if you have an Android, we'll be on uh, Google Play also. So be sure to uh, feel free to share, like, and comment, you know. If you don't like us, fine. Tell us you don't like us, you know. It's not going to hurt our feelings. This is a podcast. Yeah, exactly. That's why you. That's why we're on podcasts. You don't have to look at us. You do have a face for radio, man. Totally. I do too. <laughs> I got a face for radio that like, but not somebody on the mic, someone in the background, like emptying trashes and bringing coffee. That's the face I got. Like Joe Dirt, right? Totally. Joe Dirte. Don't try to spice it up, boy. <laughs> I think this podcast is going well, man. I'm excited to hear what, uh, you know, people have to say about it. Um, we've got one more. Uh, what's this dare? This? Yeah. What is that? Oh, that was that was Sound Boy, you know, Cabin Boy Mole writing date for you to tell the date that that magazine was going to be out. Oh, gotcha. But we can dare him to do something, see if he does it. All right. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Let me go back to the mm -hmm. Wasteland weekend. So I think that falls the last weekend of September every year. Uh, you can find more information on Wasteland weekend. Look it up on Google. Uh, I think tickets tickets are a little high, but I think it's definitely worth the time. It goes from Wednesday until Sunday is is when it usually goes to, 
and it's uh, two two hundred bucks a ticket, I think, which isn't bad. But that includes your camping and everything. So well, if you have enough bottle caps, you can barter for for stuff at that point. Yeah, I don't know what's off limits, man. I don't. I, I you can barter for liquor. You can barter for clothes. Maybe booty. I don't know. I, I didn't try it. <laughs> talking about Wasteland Weekend, I know that you're talking about getting your own tribe together. So maybe if we get some modern day dads that want to get the hell out of Dodge for a weekend and. Dude, I'd love to do a modern day dads meetup somewhere, you know, like other dads do play dates with their kids, you know, like if you want to do that, don't be, don't be fucking weird people. All right. This isn't, we got enough weird behind these microphones that we don't need anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we, and we will be, you know, getting t-shirts, hats, um, doing some giveaways stickers, and we'll be doing some giveaways. We'll be selling some stuff if you want, uh, to purchase. We'll have that stuff out there as well. We're just kind of getting it in, uh getting it in gear this is our first podcast as we said we appreciate y'all listening and uh we're excited we're excited we're very excited man i I can't believe it's actually happening i mean we've talked about it and it doesn't seem like there's a lot out there for for dad you know it's all these mom groups and i feel like they're very what's the word i'm looking for sexist judgmental you know i've been to the park with my kids before and it's all moms sitting on the bench i just get that look like you know I'm, i'm just gonna say it like you're a prevert, aren't you? No, no, these are my kids. I'm not a pervert. I'm not a pedophile. You know, I'm just here with my girls. But, you know, you get judged, you know, with, with other moms or mom groups, you know? Well, and, 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 you know, that type of stuff happens. You know, most guys don't really want to talk about it because it's kind of embarrassing. But that's what we're here for. We're here to talk with you about it and really discuss the things that maybe maybe you, something happened you don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about it for you. Absolutely. And we're not going to sugarcoat a damn thing. We're, we're going to tell it like it is, just like you'd want to hear it. And uh, I think that's that's what we have here. We're going to be honest. You're going to get a straight, honest opinion. No fluff, no BS. Because that's who we are. We're honest people. And, and if you want to hear that, go listen to regular radio. going to finish up here and uh, talk about some future topics that we want to share with everybody. The first ones are going to be clothes. So clothing for big guys. Why isn't there anything out there that doesn't have a big dog on it? Or, or yeah, or party time triple XL or some garbage like that. Not even triple quadruple. Exactly. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I know there's places out there that sell Metallica shirts or like, you know, or baseball shirts. But what about some like alternative clothing, like band shirts? Well, none of that. Yeah, you can get that stuff online, and you're paying out the ass for it. I mean, it's real expensive and. I guess maybe the amount of material. I don't know, but it's oh. garbage. The other topics we want to talk about is dating age. At what age is it appropriate for your daughter to date or son to date? Um, I mean, they're not going to date till they're like in their 30s. I was going to say, it's it's probably late in life. Um, you know, also social media. Like when, Absolutely. When is it appropriate for your child to have a Facebook account? Or any of those other ones where kids are posting these crazy pictures and, you know, getting exposed to Tide Pod challenges and crap like that. Yeah, that that's a very huge subject. At, at what point is it okay to do that? And I think there still needs to be some parental uh, guidelines, you know, as far as social media or anything like that. Uh, what, what about uh, phones? You know, I mean, kids are getting phones younger and younger each day. I think I was... 18 when I first got my first phone. I did have a beeper as a kid. Does that tell you how old I am? (laughs) (laughs) You had a beeper. That's crazy, man. I think we all had beepers. I had a buddy that always had like the beepers with the latest and greatest. And like it showed the weather and the news. And he thought it was so cool. He was always showing it off. And it was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> you got a beeper. Cool, man. I mean, I don't even think it was hooked up. I think it just showed like the weather and stuff. It was pretty crazy. Anybody out there? Actually, Jim, how long, you haven't been in LA all that long. I have. Have you ever heard of JJ, the king of beepers? I have no idea who that is. Okay, so throughout like the 90s when when beepers were the thing, uh-huh. uh, there's a local rap radio station out here, a hip-hop station called uh, like Power or something like that, and they used to have this commercial on there for this guy named JJ, and he was like this crazy, boisterous, because I'm the king of beepers, and it was like he had this really heavy accent, man, and it was like a staple in L.A. I think I looked him up the other day, and I think he went out of business a couple of years ago. I think he tried to hold on and go into like the mobile business, and it just didn't work out. I, I wonder why. Technology's always changing, man. But, uh, you know, we all had beepers, it sounds like. So, I mean, that kind of gives gives away. how Kids these days don't even know what a beeper is. You give them a rotary phone, they don't even know how to use it. So, I give them a tape player. Let that blow their fucking minds. <laughs> did you did you ever see the video of the kid uh, in the car with the tape player? Uh-uh. And the parents said, oh, it's where you're supposed to put your phone. And they put their phone in the tape player, <laughs> scratched the shit out of their screen. No way. That's great. Uh, you know, the other topics, you know, there's going to be tons of topics we talk about. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions on what you want us to chat about or opinions or anything, feel free to reach out to us. Reach out to us at moderndadspodcast at gmail.com. Um, we will be setting up a phone number for you to call in so we can have, you know, at some point have people call in. Uh, obviously, if you're going to call in, make sure you email us first so that we can get you that number and schedule some time. Absolutely. And we're also going to have tons of uh, merch and promo stuff that we want to give away from hats to stickers to maybe some pants. I don't they can have my pants if they want. No, I'm kidding. Uh, But we will have some stickers and have some koozies and just some cool, fun stuff for, you know, the the modern-day dads that are out there or even the modern-day moms, you know? We do this show for you guys, so we're going to give some stuff out to you guys. That's right. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends. Check us out on all the social media platforms. Uh, We'll be posting as to when our next podcast is coming out, uh, any giveaways. Um, you can like it, you can leave us messages and, and, and just kind of give us your thoughts, you know, anything you think we need to change up or anything, uh, you want us to talk about, let us know. We want to thank you guys for sticking around and listening to us banner back and forth a little bit and uh, giving you our opinions on what it's like being a modern day dad. Until next time, we'll be changing diapers, making dinner and being dads. Later guys. Later guys.